Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Most of us, we woke up, yeah, to post-storm conditions. And, you know, Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey called a state of emergency for the entire state. But also this week, he gave the State of the Union address for New Jersey. And he's setting uh, the plan forward for New Jersey in his uh, next year. And that's why we've got Kenny Burns here. He is the New Jersey reporter for uh, WHYY. And he's got some things to tell us about the state of the state. I said state of the union, state of the state (laughs) address. Kenny, you were were going to correct me. It's a way to set the uh, plan forward for the next year. So Exactly. So what did Governor Murphy have to say and how will it affect the good people of South Jersey? I mean, Jersey is a whole state, but we're we're pretty much here in the tri-state area looking at the folks in the southern part of the state. So is there anything in that speech that might be good for them? That's a good question. Uh, To play off of what you just said, he started the speech with the update on the storm that passed overnight and I guess we're still kind of in. I just got back from the gym and it's quite breezy outside right now. Mm. But uh, he went back to uh, double down on his one goal of his administration, which is to make New Jersey more affordable and more equitable for families across the state and in South Jersey. Uh, He proposed a package of bills to deal with medical debt. And he wants the first part of that package to be named after an aide that was killed in a car crash uh, on New Year's Day. Mm. He's going to call a clemency uh, initiative later this year to address criminal reform justice to uh, right the wrongs that particularly black and brown people have suffered under uh, a rustic judgment. Uh, He talked about expanding uh, reproductive rights, uh, particularly with state health plans. So if uh, particularly for state workers, uh, you will not have to pay out of cost for abortion. Uh, Specifically, that was what he was uh, alluding to. And then he called it the AI moonshot, where he wants to position New Jersey as a leader in generative artificial intelligence. And uh, he touted a couple of things that he's done, uh, including the new uh, AI hub at uh, Princeton University. Right. So those are some things that will be impacting the entire state, but certainly things that people in the southern part of the state uh, can appreciate, I am quite sure. Uh, What is he saying about artificial intelligence and how does he feel that that may help uh, create jobs in New Jersey? Well, he says it's the future and he spoke about New Jersey's position in history as the home of science and technological innovation. Uh, Thomas Edison, among the more famous names in our state's history. Uh, In fact, uh, 20 minutes from me. So I live in Middlesex County, which is central Jersey, which exists. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) (laughs) 20 20 minutes from me in downtown New Brunswick, they are building, they call it the Helix. And it's a health uh, innovation hub. And Bell Labs is going to be based there. Right now, it's just a big hole because they just started building it. Mm. Uh, but he says that it'll change, uh, it'll change the way, it'll change people's lives in the billions with the innovation. And to that point, he said he announced that some state workers are being trained on how to use generative AI to help residents get benefits and services or have access to them. 
So in a way, it's starting in earnest, but he really sees it as uh, in the same way that the Internet was viewed about 30 years ago. Hmm. And also that means jobs. So if people are looking for a future, uh, maybe thinking about relocating anytime in the next few years, uh, how long do they think that that project is going to take to complete? It's going it's still a, at least a couple of years out, but he definitely says it's the future and he definitely called for uh, people to consider New Jersey home for innovation. And there were a couple of uh, students in college that are or are about to go to college that have uh, started studying AI and using it for their projects. Now, what is that? Go ahead. Oh, uh, real quick. In fact, he used the theme of making New Jersey affordable for families throughout, uh, whether it's uh jobs whether it's clean energy jobs whether it's uh having businesses move to the state and invest in the state it it's it's the or in in the case of medical debt it's been a an ongoing theme uh or was an ongoing theme throughout his state uh state of the state address right he talked about affordability um and establishing new jersey as the best place to raise a family uh, did he mention how that is going to actually play out and what his plans are in order to make New Jersey more affordable? Because affordable housing at this point is an issue nationwide. And here in Philadelphia, the cost of living, particularly as it relates to rents and mortgages, is going up, whereas Philadelphia was once one of the more affordable cities in the nation. Uh, what about Jersey? Is it going to be able, are people going to be able to find uh, some decent housing there that is affordable? Is that part of what he's trying to make happen? He's definitely pushing for that. There was a bill that would direct affordable housing to where it's needed most, like near transit hubs and jobs. Uh, that bill, unfortunately, did not make the uh, deadline for the session. So the legislature, the 220th uh, legislative session ended on Monday. Yesterday was the start of the new session where the governor now has a bigger Democratic majority to work with, unlike the last couple of years. So. Mm might have you might see some work done in the area of affordability the uh the gop they had a response in fact uh, eric simonson the assemblyman from south jersey district one he said there's a lot of common ground but uh, a lot of the republicans say there has to be some actions behind those words right well no question and i mean if housing affordability is going to increasingly be uh, an issue that people are concerned about because it really has gotten much, much more expensive to rent or to buy. And if he's talking about making New Jersey more affordable, then yeah, he may be able to drive new business to the state and uh, potentially higher paying jobs. But people still got to have a place to live. And that's going to be uh, significant in this presidential election. And that's certainly Absolutely. significant um, for people just who are trying to make a living out here. Um, do you have any information on new laws? I hear New Jersey came up with some new laws uh, this year. Oh, yes. Yeah. So... In fact, let me uh, pull up my notebook. Uh, so keep in mind, there is a mad dash to get as many bills passed as possible at the end of the day. Sure. So keep that in the background as uh, we start the 221st edition of the New Jersey legislative session. So among the bills, in fact, uh, this one is quite interesting. So there's a move over law in New Jersey. So disabled vehicle accidents, you either have to slow down or move over one lane to keep first responders and tow truck drivers safe. Well, 
that bill has been expanded to include uh I'm trying to read my own, own handwriting. Disabled <laughs> vehicles that have has their hazard lights on or road flares or those reflective triangles on the roadside. Mm-hmm. So that so that law has been expanded. And by the way, the move over law has been on the book since 2009. Uh, there's going to be a crackdown on uh, toll violators. Oh, that's important because a lot of people go from New Jersey to Philly back and forth pretty regularly, whether they're commuting. So what's the deal with that? Oh, I'm I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you have five hundred dollars or more in unpaid tolls, well, first of all, you get a little bit of grace as far as an amnesty period with the twenty five percent reduction. If you have five hundred dollars or more in unpaid tolls. And the one pro- one time program will run for about six months from the time of the bill. But after that, uh, you could get in some trouble, possibly a uh, suspension of your registration. And I'm, I'm trying to find a number. Yeah. New Jersey sounds pretty lenient that they're letting you get to five hundred dollars in unpaid tolls. I mean, it should oh, be. Delaware doesn't play that. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Five hundred dollars—that is pretty lenient. That's a well, lot of money in unpaid tolls, and that's a lot of revenue that the state is not getting. I would have thought that they would have had that right at about a hundred dollars maximum. Well, let's see. You unpaid tolls from the last year: uh, fifty-six point two million for the New Jersey Turnpike and Garden State Parkway, and then you have the Delaware River Joint Toll Bridge Commission. These are the bridges from Trenton on north. So think your Trent Morrisville Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they clocked in about thirty-six and a half million dollars in. I'm sorry, twenty million dollars uh, in unpaid tolls uh, over the course of the year. And they're letting and, you get to five hundred dollars. That's kind of crazy. That I'm surprised that that's not something that they crack down on because that's a lot. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're going to work up uh, at some point, but for now. 500 is the max, and then you have an amnesty period for like half a year. They are really letting you get away with a lot over there in New Jersey, Kenny. That is ridiculous. $500 in unpaid Don't tolls? Don't let them know <laughs> you just roll, you just roll, what do you, How do you even do that? You're just rolling through the toll booths? I mean, that is... that is. See, that's the question I have, because I normally cross over either on the Betsy or the Ben Franklin, and they have the gates to keep you from crossing uh, even on the Easy Pass lane. Like, if you don't pay that toll, that gate is not going to go up. Right. <laughs> that, that's an odd one, I would think. Although, now that I think about it, the Trent Morrisville Bridge, they don't have the gates on the easy pass side. So people are just so, blowing through these tolls and they're getting picked up by the cameras. So they'll send you a bill in the mail and then you can just sit there and accrue $500 in tolls before they even bother you. And then they're going to give you amnesty on top of that. You know, sometimes I think they're giving people just a little <laughs> bit too much leeway out here. That just sounds I'm like... I'm the video tolls, to be honest, because it's just so much easier to just get the easy pass. 
Yeah, that's a crazy. That's just that's that's a lot. So the AI moonshot that looks like something that is going to be promising, and he named this uh, based after John F. Kennedy's historic 1963 de- declaration to land an American on the moon. So basically, once we land an American on the moon, that was a, a as as was said a, a small. Uh, a, of course, I'm going to forget the entire quote, but a, a big leap for uh, humanity. Uh, One small small stuff for man, a giant leap for mankind. That's it. There you go. And so this AI moonshot is something that Governor Murphy is thinking he will be bringing in people to expand on artificial intelligence, create jobs in this area. And that is why he's calling it the AI moonshot, because he's seeing that this will be something that will be just as impactful in terms of the future. So that's really something to look forward to in New Jersey. And then whatever he can do with affordable housing. And that includes apparently um, making sure that there is affordable housing legislation introduced uh, to eliminate, it says here, our state shortage of hundreds of thousands of affordable housing units. So there's not enough affordable housing uh, in the state of New Jersey at this point. No, and especially in North Jersey, where you're outside of New York and the New York real estate market is... uh, uh, in layman's terms, ridiculous. I think the last number <laughs> I saw for a studio or a one bedroom in Manhattan was like $2,500 a month. And that's on average. You know, if you watch yeah. any of these Instagram uh, real estate sites, they will tour these New York City apartments and people from around the country absolutely cannot understand it. But even in Philadelphia now, if you're looking to rent a one bedroom apartment, you're starting somewhere in uh, probably at 1800 and up when it comes to the new construction apartments. And those are the newer ones that have the amenities and have uh, all of the things that people are looking for as they rent now. You know, when I was growing up, if you had a doorman, that was considered a big luxury. And now it's like, you got to have a roof deck and a pool and a gym and a co-working space and all those kinds of things. So Wait a minute, doorman, I'm from Maryland. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you grew up in a probably a house or a rental. Uh if you grew up in an apartment, then you may have grown up in a complex. But in New York City, right. there were buildings, usually luxury apartment buildings, that that was considered the big amenity, having a doorman, someone to collect the mail, someone who acted kind of as a security and, and made sure people were going into the building that were supposed to and all that kind of stuff. But now the amenities have expanded to such a big degree. And it seems as though they factor those amenities into the rent. And I'm like, listen, you don't have to give me any amenities just let just let me have a place to live and i'll figure out the amenities but now that i think is factored into the amount of rent that people are paying so affordable housing is going to continue to be a significant issue uh going forward in both in education uh real quick because i know you're you might be low on time but he also the governor talks about uh initiative to boost literacy rates and i checked this last night while i was writing my story uh, language, uh, English arts pr- uh, proficiency is still uh, lagging behind pre-pandemic levels. It's like the low 50s uh, mm-hmm. as far as that front. And you could interpret this however you want, but the governor said reading books is better than banning books. 
Well, I I can appreciate that, and I think he is absolutely right. <laughs> and the thing and the thing is, if you're going to take advantage of all of these uh, initiatives to increase the amount of artificial intelligence and people working in that field, they've got to be literate to do so. Otherwise, you just may have other people coming from out of state who are going to be able to experience those uh, different technologies as opposed to people already living there. So literacy, I'm glad that you brought that up. That really is something important. And hopefully uh, in his state of the state address, as we just talked about earlier, politicians, they're going to promise a lot. They're not always going to be able to achieve all they promise. But at least it appears that Governor Murphy is looking at the things that can best help uh, the citizens of New Jersey. And now he has to uh, negotiate with uh, 120 people. That's uh, 40 senators and uh, 80 assembly people. But the numbers are a little bit more on his side uh, for this session. Right. Because of the Democratic, uh, the Democratic majority. Is it a majority now? Yeah. Well, it was a majority uh, last time, but it's a stronger majority. The seats that the governor lost, he got all of them back except one. I think it's the Senate that flipped from uh, either the Senate or the Assembly. But either way, he has the he has close to the majority that he had uh, when he first came into office. Got it. Well, Kenny Burns, as always, when it comes to New Jersey, we will look to your reporting and your work. Thank you so much for being on Reality Check today. Kenny Burns, the New Jersey reporter for for WHYY. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 